Welcome to GFT, Galactic Figure Talk, a podcast about Star Wars and Star Wars action figure collecting. The reason they're three and three quarter inches tall is because the first mock-up figures that I made were Fisher-Price Adventure People. I will freeze your body in carbonite forever, Han Solo. Not so fast. We finally launched Six Inch when I felt the time was right. We needed a new spark. We started selling all of the action figures through the fan club and uh, our most successful was the Cantina Band. That was enormously one of the best-selling items we've ever sold through the fan club. My nephew has a hand model on the Wampa box. He's the one with the little hand that's in there. It's Kenner's new Star Wars action figures. Now, welcome your host, Chris B. Welcome to another episode of GFT, Galactic Figure Talk. My name is Chris B, I'm your host, and on this episode it is about Ahsoka, the TV show that just launched. Plus I have a whole bunch of figures here that I can share some thoughts about, uh, which have shown up here in the studio. Uh, we have the Ghost HasLab campaign still running. There's a lot of stuff shipping uh, in the month of September, and I'm going to go over that with you guys Plus, I had another interview with the Hasbro Star Wars team, and I'm going to be sharing the Q&A here on the podcast. So let's dive into it, and let's talk about collecting Star Wars action figures. So before talking about figures, though, I wanted to share some thoughts about the Ahsoka TV series. And so far, I'm loving it. We're only two episodes in so far, so obviously it'll depend on how the uh, rest of the show is going to go. But so far, I'm intrigued. I feel like uh, the jump from the Star Wars Rebels animation over into live action was done really, really well. There is a lot of uh, stuff in the show that's familiar to us. Uh, there are some callbacks to the original trilogy, which I absolutely love, but there's also lots of callbacks to the Clone Wars and to Star Wars Rebels, obviously, so it feels like it is combining everything together really, really well. I also really enjoyed Sabine. I really enjoy Ahsoka. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is that uh, it felt a little slow in spots. I think they could have sped it up a little but other than that, I think the visuals are there, the, the lore is there, the, uh, the mystery is there, which I really enjoy. So yeah, I'm excited to see where this is going to go next. And uh, obviously, you know, the droid that's in the show, I think uh, Professor Huang is his name. That's such a cool Clone Wars character. And uh, I'm hoping that Hasbro is going to announce the, uh, the figure of this character soon so i think that would be great to get and i uh, also really enjoyed that they pushed the launch date forward and instead of having to stay up until midnight here on the west coast uh, they are giving us these episodes at six o'clock in the evening which is great because then i can just stay up and uh, not stay up i mean everybody's up at six o'clock in the afternoon right but 
um, I can actually watch it together with my kids and, uh, you know, get to share that experience. So I think that is really cool. And, you know, to me, it's always trippy when I see set pieces or locations in the Star Wars TV shows, which we've known for like 40 plus years, you know, in the, in the case of uh, the Ahsoka TV series, uh, being back on the home one where they met right before they went down to Endor in Return of the Jedi. That is so cool, you know, to, to see that and, and knowing what the history of the ship is. And, you know, I love that. And, you know, it kind of goes back to the book of Boba Fett when they go into Jabba's palace and they give us new rooms in Jabba's palace. You know, I really enjoy that kind of aspect of the TV shows. So I thought that was done really well. I also love the lightsaber battles or the back and forth between Hera and Chopper. I thought that was done very tastefully. And it kind of stays with what we know about those kind of characters and that intimate relationship that they have. And, you know, you have Hera being like the motherly figure, kind of keeping the team around. So she's checking in on Sabine. She's checking in on Ahsoka and kind of giving advice to them, kind of trying to steer them and kind of trying to keep them all together somehow. So really enjoy that aspect of it. So, so far, Dave Filoni has stayed true to the characters and who else besides him would know how to do that because, I mean, he's been so intimately familiar with Star Wars Rebels and, of course, Ahsoka as well. And it shows in the show. So I have high hopes for this moving forward. And... Uh, I'll be tuning in every Tuesday, obviously, and uh, I'll be sharing some more thoughts going forward. So, so far, thumbs up for me, and uh, I'm excited to see where this is going to go next. Who is this Jedi? Ahsoka Tana. These days, there are few who can wield the Force. You need my help. There is nothing easy about being a Jedi. I need backup now! Oh, oh, oh. All right, but we're here to talk about Star Wars action figures, and there's been a lot going on since San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I want to start off with Disney first. Uh, there's been two droids that have been released. Uh, the first one is the Halloween droid, which is named C1MNSTA4, which I guess translates to C1 Minister? Um, it's a funky-colored uh, chopper droid, astromech droid. And uh, I guess that's uh, this year's Halloween droid. If you haven't seen it yet, check the link in the podcast description. The figure is already archived on galacticfigures.com so you can read up about it, see what's new and what's different about it. Um, but besides the uh, Halloween droid, they've also uh, released the D3-09 droid from the Star Wars Hotel or the Galactic Star Cruiser. That was a droid that was seen on the video screen within the cabins, which would interact with you and give you hints and explain things and give you a mission progress, stuff like that. And they've come out and they've released that droid a few weeks ago. And uh, it's also archived now on galacticfigures.com if you want to read up about it. And that's the second droid that they've done based on the Disney Hotel. Now, that's a figure which is really difficult to get currently because it is only available on the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. So you have to actually be staying at that hotel in order to be able to purchase that. And the big question that everyone's asking now is, will these figures or will this specific figure 
be made available later once the hotel is closed in October. And what's going to happen to overstock? Is that going to hit Shop Disney and what have you? So, you know, it's difficult to say what's going to happen because they have known for a good six or seven months at this point, if not even longer internally, that they're going to be closing this uh, attraction and maybe they've adjusted their production numbers based on that. And maybe they haven't even produced that many. It's impossible to know for us. So I guess time will tell. I would just be patient at this point because the aftermarket price for D309 is over $100 currently. And so I would just wait it out at this point and see what's going to happen and maybe you know once people kind of forget about it the price is also going to come down uh we'll see but we're so easily distracted these days that uh you might get a better price for this figure uh in the long term so that was it for disney and the disney parks they have not announced any droids yet based on the ahsoka tv series but They've done quite a few droids in the past for TV shows and the movies. Uh, the last one I think they've done was for the Kenobi TV show where we had a four-pack of droids. So maybe they'll do something similar for the Ahsoka show as well. But I guess we'll find out uh, in the coming weeks because they like to release their uh, multi-packs for Christmas season typically. So... Yeah, so if there's going to be news, of course, it's going to be posted up on galacticfigures.com. So make sure to stay tuned to the website and check the news there. But besides all the Disney stuff, there is quite a few figures now listed on Galactic Figures that you can look up and read up about it, including the latest uh, vintage collection wave with Boba Fett Tusken version, Moff Jarrett, Nyanum, and Cad Bane as well. In a nutshell, I really enjoy those figures. I love Moff Jarrett and how that figure turned out. It's, uh, you know, they're using the same body that they used for Piet, but of course it has a different head, different card as well, and different image on it. And the whole package by itself just looks really cool with the Return of the Jedi logo on it and everything. So I'm a big fan of that release. Um, the Boba Fett Tuscan figure is identical to the one that was packed in with the latest Slave 1 vehicle. So if you didn't pick that one up, you can now get the figure by itself on a really cool looking card back. And that's also a figure where they spent a little bit more money on because, uh, you know, he does come with a gaffy stick, comes with a sniper rifle, comes with a blaster, has the soft goods that you can take off the figure. And uh, they also painted the accessories really nicely because, you know, sometimes you only get these you know one color is simple plastic looking weapons but that's not the case here with boba they actually painted the accessories really well and i think that turned out to be really really good nyanum is a straight repack of the 2012 figure if you have the one that came previously 11 years ago you can easily skip this uh, the paint application is slightly different. Uh, it's overall a little lighter and the wash on the face specifically isn't as strong as it was previously. Again, comparison pictures to the previous release are up on Galactic Figures if you want to check that out. And last but not least, Cat Bane is great. Great looking figure. 
I like what they've done with the hat because it is removable, it's its own accessory and it does give you the freedom to wiggle it a little bit back and forth so you can move the hat into the face a little deeper if you wanted to give Cat Bane a bit of a more a mysterious look. Uh, but it's a good figure overall, although it is a little light on the paint. There's no Tatooine sand on the boots, so there's no dirt on it. And uh, I think that would have added a little bit more to the character or to the figure. But my god, it turned out well nonetheless. So make sure you pick that one up. Good looking figure. But again, the reviews for all of these are up on Galactic Figures and the links to all of them are in the podcast description. So check that out, please. So I talked about the Ahsoka TV series earlier in the podcast. So let's talk about The Ghost, which uh, was a no-show in the first two episodes of the Ahsoka show. But we did see the Phantom 2, which is part of the Haslab Ghost package. So that's already going to be produced because they have reached the uh, 8,000 minimum backers that was needed for the Ghost to become a reality. So if you want to get the Phantom 2 vehicle, if you back the Ghost, you will get that as part of the package. For the Ghost HasLab campaign, Hasbro came out and they released a new video where Emily goes over each of those figures which you can unlock. And as you know, we've already unlocked uh, Hera, of course, which is part of the base offering. But we've just a couple of days ago also unlocked Ezra Bridger. And uh, Kanan is going to be next at 14,000 backers. I think currently we're at about 11,200 or so backers. So we have a few more to go. But I think that uh, traditionally the last few days these HasLab projects really skyrocket when it comes to the backer numbers. And so I think Kanan is now within reach. I'm not sure if we're going to reach Zeb at 17,000. But... Fingers crossed that we will. But anyways, I have uh, cut together the video that they've released about each of these included figures. And uh, I'm going to play that uh, part now. So check this out. Hello, Star Wars fans. Our team at Hasbro is so excited that we have backed the ghost and the very first figure, Hera. So we're here to talk to you today about the details of all of these tiers that we want to back next. The other thing that I'd like to share is just that this has been an amazing team effort. I have to shout out to Austin, the engineer on this um, line for the figures, and as well Carter, the sculptor of our vintage collection figures, have put a ton of work in as well as others. Our team has just come together to make sure that this um, crowdfunding campaign happens for you and it's amazing to see. But I'll talk to you today about what we've got in front of me. So the first one is already backed with the ghost. That is Hera, and so she owns the ghost and she's the captain. She was a natural one for us to be included as the first packed in character. And what you're gonna see with Hera as a figure, you know, she's amazing. She comes with her Calicori totem, which is that piece that was an heirloom to her family, passed down from parents to children. So that one is very important to her. She went to get it back. Uh, other things about Hera you're gonna see is that she comes here with her mainly run fruit. We've seen it as this Easter egg in a bunch of recent live action content and it's hysterical to me. So Hera comes with that. She actually sent her ghost crew on a little quest to get it as well. I'm gonna lift this up so you can see it. She comes with her blaster pistol here that's iconic to her. 
and that fits right into the holster that she has on her little um, ankle boot piece. And as well, I'm gonna turn her around. You can just see the incredible paint that's on her um, lekus right there. So she's got all of the details of Hera from Rebels season four. I'm gonna talk about Ezra here. He's in a really amazing character in Rebels. He comes with a portrait that's um, key to his live action actor. And the rest of it is that um, animated costume from Rebel Season 4. Some things that are exclusive to him, you're going to see that he comes with his um, Lothcat here, which is this white sort of force animal that he connected with in his pivotal moments throughout the show. And as well, you know, Ezra in the show, he's this like pickpocket turned, you know, rebel and turned sort of force user. So one thing that, he, that sticks with him is stealing helmets, which are so funny. And he had this one painted by Sabine. You can see awesome details on it, like the little eagle detail on the side. And as well, it's going to have a detail that we haven't often offered, which is that it's going to have a flip-up hood, which um, scout trooper helmets always have, but we haven't done it this scale yet, which is really exciting. When it comes to the figure itself, again, all of these figures have been custom tailored so that they sit at a perfect 90 degrees, so each of them can sit in the front pilot seats, in the cockpit of the ghost, and in all of the chairs in the back. All of these are really tailored and, you know, we, something we did, we actually shared these early with the team that was developing the ship so that they could tailor in sort of the doorways and the chairs and the beds and make sure everybody fits. So Ezra here, he's going to come with his unlit lightsaber hilt here. He's also going to come with his blaster pistol, which is here in his holster and his lit lightsaber in addition to that Lothcat and helmet. Next up, we're going to talk about Kanan and that is tier number two. This one is 14,000 to unlock and we just are so excited to get him because he's really a core of the Rebels crew. These have all of that new articulation from the barbell hips to the rocker ankles. And as well, there are just little details that the team love to put in. He comes with a removable face mask. That's for season four where he kind of hides his injury there. But as well, it's removable. Pull it off here. You can take it off and see the portrait underneath. And also, I couldn't resist. I had to add this bonus head right here and this bonus head is what Kanan sort of styled himself like as he entered the very finale of Rebels season four. Anyone who knows the show knows that that was very pivotal for him. So this is sort of shaving his hair down and revealing his face and charging toward the end finale of Rebels. Other things you're gonna see here with Kanan, he just comes with all those lit lightsaber, um, unlit lightsaber and blaster pieces. So he's packed with detail and accessories. And next up we have Garza Borelios. One of the details I love is that he comes with this creature sort of painted on his armor by Sabine. So the creature painted there just brings an awesome extra little level of detail to him. But the accessories he also comes with, he comes with his bow staff in both its staff form here with the removable electric pieces, but also in its rifle form here. Both of those pieces are the weapons that he fights with throughout the show and they're really important to him and awesome. And as well for Zeb here, you're gonna see that his um, costume is season four, so he has no shoulder pauldrons, different little details on the legs and arms, and then the, the center chest. But also what you'll see with Zeb is that he has a unique portrait. It's one that we based on his live action, um, as it was uh, appeared in the show already. And so we, we wanted to make sure that we pulled that in. He's actually got a little bit more thick hair as he comes into live action, and a really customized portrait. And this one is smiling. So that's so that he can sort of portray that moment when they all come together for the mural. This one unlocks at 17,000. All of these rebels are on a card back that we think is really unique for this HasLab campaign, and that is 
the mural. So this was important to the team. It's a storytelling moment. This is what Sabine herself painted, and it actually transitions us from animation into live action because we've seen it in both places. So that physical mural that became live action is so key, and we made it the card back of everybody. We have that um, mural card back image coming for each character uniquely, and we think it just pulls them together and makes them a cohesive ghost crew. They've also released new images of the ghosts, uh, this time of the painted sample, so you can see what this uh, ship is going to look like when it's painted. The images of that are, of course, up on galacticfigures.com if you want to check it out. And I'm also going to post a link in the podcast description if you want to learn more about the HasLab history, where you can learn more about the sail barge, when it was launched, and all the news articles that came out at the time. Uh, the same goes for the Razor Crest, and then also, of course, now for the Ghost, if you want to read up about that as well. So I'm going to post a link in the podcast description so you can catch up with that. And uh, check out those images. The Ghost looks really, really cool. So next, I want to focus a bit more on the Black Series line. And uh, over the past few weeks, I've uh, added quite a few Black Series 6-inch figures to the database on Galactic Figures. And as somebody who takes pictures of all of those figures from all different angles, including the head sculpts, I do get to take a closer look at those. And... The one thing I've noticed, and I've mentioned that before on the podcast, is that I've noticed a lack of paint on these figures. And, uh, you know, having the larger scale, larger meaning bigger than three three quarter inch, it's, uh, you know, when there's a lack of detail or, or lack of paint, it's much easier to notice that than on a three three quarter inch figure. But there have been many instances where I feel like the figures just look rather cheap, actually. And uh, that's really unfortunate because the Black Series figures are sculpted really, really well. Uh, lots of details, and uh, especially when it comes to the head sculpts these days, I mean, the photoreal print on those, they've really fine-tuned that, and the figures just look really, really good. But when it comes to paint, uh, you know, it's really lacking these days. And I've also noticed some other cost-cutting measures as well, like, you know, not including Jedi robes with uh, Black Series figures, for example. Um, go back and look at the history of the 3 3 quarter inch figure. When have they ever released a 3 3 quarter inch Jedi that did not come with robes? But for the 6-inch line, which is the flagship line at a higher price point than the 3 3 quarter inch line, they, in, in many cases, they're not including the, uh, the robes anymore, you know? Obi-Wan Kenobi is a good example from Episode 1, 2, and 3, Anakin Skywalker from Episode 3, uh, the latest Ahsoka Tano figure that comes single-boxed. Again, there's no Jedi robe included. Qui-Gon Jinn didn't have it. Ayla Sikura didn't come with one. And to me, these figures feel incomplete if they don't come with a Jedi robe. And so, uh, you know, the, the lack of paint lately, the lack of uh, included accessories, that was really my main focus this time around in the Q&A. 
The Ahsoka TV series just launched on Disney Plus and some of the Target stores have set up an end cap with Ahsoka specific products like role-playing items and there's a taller Ahsoka figure to purchase. But collectibles like retro vintage collection Black Series figures are nowhere to be found based on the TV series. We only have some of the pre-orders. Could you talk a little bit about what the challenges are for you getting figures out to collectors in time for a TV show launch? Yeah. I mean, in general, we always aim to get things out in time for a show. And I do feel like we've gotten better. We've gotten closer and closer um, as we've, you know, gone through the COVID years. Um, and so I would say for those items, you'll probably see them start trickling in really soon now. Um, and challenges, to your point, like in general, it's just part of the development process. It's part of logistics. There's so many things that go into getting an item on shelf. Uh, and that can always impact last minute or anything along those lines. So that is always something we try to work with the retailers on and we try to work um, ourselves on to get things in time. So we'll continue to work on it. It's always a goal. Um, and hopefully, you know, that's something that will only continue to improve in the future. It's the third time that Jabba the Hutt is going to be released in the Black Series line. And it's the third time that the figure uh, is going to be somewhat incomplete without the dais for him to sit on. Are there plans to release his throne individually so collectors can complete the display? And why not release the full set like you're doing for three three quarter inch, also in the Black Series line? Well, it's a, it's really about the the price. The throne for the Black Series Java would be so expensive to do just because of the sheer size of it. And there are there are no plans right now to release that individually. Um, we looked at doing it, but it, the price was just driving so high. We thought that was going to be unfair to fans, especially with that that figure, the Java figure, having been out there previously. There's a lot of aftermarket demand for him, and a lot of people who missed out on the opportunity to get him the first time. So we wanted to make sure he was available and not and not overly priced for everybody who hasn't gotten him. Got it. Thank you for the uh, the honesty. I appreciate that. Yeah. The three three quarter Star Wars line has the the twenty eight year history of nicely weathered figures to match the lived in universe which George Lucas created. Why aren't Black Series figures painted with that attention to detail with a wash on the clothing or dirt on the boots? They currently look more like Marvel superhero figures who never get dirty in the comic books. Well, I mean, I mean you heard us talk a bunch about the the cost driving things and trying to be efficient with what we do and. And we've prioritized doing some of that weathering on boots and that sort of thing with figures where it really makes a lot of sense. I mean, Endor Rebel Trooper stuff and, and Boa Fett's, like there's a lot of figures that are covered in weathering and covered in deco. But they're the ones where it feels most impactful. Where somebody is wearing pants and boots and, and kind of a, a normal outfit and the weathering's not super critical to them. I feel like it's prioritizing it on those figures or not on those figures just on an individual basis to help again to help control costs and to make sure we can continue to to give guys more and more stuff got it thanks yeah i guess my question also comes back to cost again but uh for the black series jedi figures specifically uh, some of the figures that you've released feel incomplete because there was no jedi robes included uh, specifically Obi-Wan from Episode 1, 2, 3, uh, Anakin Episode 3, Qui-Gon Jinn, Ayla Sikura, Single Box Ahsoka Tano, 
Uh, all those figures did not include their Jedi robes. Other plans for accessory packs so collectors can complete those figures? Yeah, um, you know, we've heard about this uh, in the past and it's something we talk about as well here. Um, we currently don't have any plans for accessory packs, but it's on our minds. So if you, you know, if the fan community feels like it's something they really want, we just want to hear more about it and then we'll have to figure out the right, right way obviously um but yeah so currently no plans for accessory packs but good to hear what what you guys are thinking and wanting so first of all i want to apologize for the bad audio quality um for the past couple of sessions i've had trouble recording the audio and uh, actually connecting properly to those q a sessions and so i kind of had to like hack around it and call in with my phone and uh, that's why you have um, such bad audio quality so my apologies for that but i also want to say thank you to jing and uh, to chris for yet again answering my questions and thank you to the hasbro um, pr team for yet again giving me an interview spot um yeah you know i don't know where i stand with the black series line currently because i love what the figures look like overall but again, you know, if I have the choice between picking up a Jabba the Hutt in a three three quarter inch line that's complete with the throne and an included eight D eight action figure, whereas I, on the other hand, get a Jabba the Hutt that's you know kind of naked without the throne and only does come with salacious crumb and I don't know like I would pick the three three quarter inch line every single time you know it feels like it's the more complete package and the same goes for some of the paint applications and the details on the figures as well you know when it comes to the Jedi ropes that are included in the soft good stuff so that's my question to collectors who are into the black series line and let me know and let's start a discussion on that in the Facebook uh, Galactic Figures community group because I'm curious to know where you guys stand at that because are you happy with what Hasbro is doing with the six inch line? Are you okay with them not including Jedi robes? Are you okay with some of the products like a job of the hot being incomplete without the throne? In many cases also lack of accessories. I don't know if you've guys seen that leaked uh, Morgan Elspeth on eBay, but it appears that there are no accessories at all included with that figure. Um, although I have to reserve judgment on that because I haven't really seen good pictures of it yet. But, you know, some of these figures feel very empty. Some of the ARC Troopers, I think it was Jesse, you know, there were two blasters included, but there was no rifle included. So it does feel like they're cutting corners a lot of times now. And I guess the question is also, how much would you pay for a Black Series 6-inch figure to get a better paint application and to get these accessories included because remember tvc was ten dollars when it started and they're now at 16.99 so 17 dollars for a single three three quarter inch figure whereas i think we're at 24.99 now for a black series figure so yes we've seen a price increase for six inch but not quite as much as what we've seen for the three three quarter inch line. I don't think. At least we're not quite there yet. I think. So, would you pay thirty dollars for a single black series figure? I mean, there's also the mentality difference. Whereas I feel like with three three quarter inch, it, there's more of a completist mentality. 
where you have the slogan of collect them all, right? With Black Series, I don't think that's the case anymore because of the outrageously expensive figures these days. Because let's be honest, we are paying $30 for one figure already once you add tax and shipping, right? Do we really need a six inch line at this point? I know I think a lot of you guys out there you know, are fairly new to the hobby. And with new, that's not really fair either because if you've been collecting only six inch, then yeah, you might've already been doing it for 10 years at this point, right? So it's a tricky spot. Now, you know, the one thing I've also come to realize is that I feel like Black Series collectors in general are less picky. And maybe that's got something to do with black series collectors not collecting the three three quarter inch line so you don't really have anything to compare it to right but if you come from the three three quarter inch line and you started collecting six inch of course you compare it to what hasbro has done previously in three three quarter inch and uh when in many cases you see that the six inch figures aren't painted as well it's kind of a letdown so let's see if we can get a discussion going about the black series line in the uh, Galactic Figures Facebook group. And I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts on this. All right, so there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of Star Wars action figure collecting currently. And I can tell you that the next four weeks are going to be very busy with stuff happening every single week. Uh, for next week, we're looking at a Hasbro Pulse Star Wars live stream on August 29th at 11 o'clock. Uh, East Coast time, uh, they're probably going to announce some pre-orders as well. So, you know, you have to live stream on one day, you have to pre-orders on another day in that week. So that week is going to be really busy. And uh, then the week after that, we have the HasLab Ghost campaign closing. Uh, that'll stop on September 6th. So we're all going to be talking about the ghost uh, during that week. And uh, yeah, that's going to be super busy. And then uh, the week after that, uh, on September 15th, that's the ship date for the Book of Boba Fett Throne Room playset from the Vintage Collection. And so you'll be seeing a lot of those uh, images pop up on social. And uh, I'm hoping to get all my images uh, up in a record time as well to give you guys the uh, accessory list and the parts that come with it and uh, put some scenes together. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So that's the week after the ghost closes, basically. And then one week after the Hasbro throne room ships out, we have Hasbro PulseCon 2023. And uh, obviously that's also going to keep us really busy with announcements. And uh, that has me kind of uh, really puzzled why they're doing a live stream next week. I thought they might be saving all of that for Hasbro PulseCon, but uh, apparently they're not. So, well, we'll see. Maybe they'll be talking a lot more about the ghost next week. So, uh, yeah, curious to find out. But that's basically the next four weeks. So next week is the live stream. The week after that, the Haslab Ghost closes. The week after that, it's all about the Book of Boba Fett throne room. And the week after that, we have Hasbro PulseCon. And that basically takes us into October already. And uh, that's going to be super busy. And the one thing that I also expect to happen in September is that a lot of the Walmart pre-orders will likely ship out. So 
all these Bad Batch Season 2 6-inch figures will likely ship. And there's also still the Vintage Collection Art Commander Blitz, which uh, we're also waiting for. So I'm expecting that to ship out as well. So with the Ghost, the Book of Boba Fett Throne Room, all those Walmart pre-orders... Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on uh, in the month of September. So it's going to be busy for us Star Wars action figure collectors. Now, there's one thing I also want to mention. There were some leaks on eBay, which gave us a first look at a new Black Series Ezra figure based on his Lothal appearance. Uh, that's going to be released in Ahsoka packaging, apparently. Uh, they're also re-releasing Chopper in the Black Series line, but uh, in Star Wars Rebels packaging, and apparently the side panel of that packaging is different from what they've done previously. So, gotta wait and see exactly what the details are on that. But they've also shown a Morgan Elspeth figure uh, from the Ahsoka show. So that also leaked. And uh, one of the HK droids as well that we saw in the Ahsoka show. So the paint application on that is different from the HK droid which they have already released. So I guess that is going to be a repainted figure. But I expect to get all the details about those leaks in the live stream on August 29th. And then we're going to get proper images and uh, we'll find out if those are exclusive. So if they're in the basic assortments and what the retail price is going to be. So stay tuned again to galacticfigures.com where I'll be having the uh, press release up and a full summary of all the announcements right after the live stream. And I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode of Galactic Figure Talk. If you want to get involved with the Galactic Figure community, check the Facebook group, not the Facebook page. Check the group, which is specifically for Star Wars action figure collectors. So thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap for this episode, but the next one is just around the corner. So make sure to subscribe. Meanwhile, have fun browsing over 4,000 Star Wars figures on galacticfigures.com the Star Wars action figure database. The website helps you look up and identify Star Wars figures. Leave your own figure reviews in the comments or check out photo galleries, figure info, news, press releases, or event coverage from New York Toy Fair and Star Wars celebrations. Thanks for listening. Check the links in the description and remember to subscribe.